Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, April 21st, 2023. Today on the Ether, let's talk about DAOs, hosted by Function. Let's take a listen. All right, music off, chat GPT closed. Let's get into this party and chat about DAOs and whatever the fuck else comes up. We got four people in here. Let me uh, send this out through my sense link and get a couple more in here, people. Sent the wrong link out earlier. So. But Benji, what's popping, bro? How you living? Busy as ever. Trying to make the, these bills, pay the bills. Working on some cool projects. I don't know. Nice. What you working on? Same shit, different day. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, just boring stuff that no one wants to really, really hear about. Operations and some shit. I mean, that's probably what we're going to be talking a lot about on this call, anyways. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Benji leaves. <laughs> oh man. Benji send Benji sends invoice. Right. Um. Nah, we've been having a whole bunch of conversations about that. In fact, Church and I sat down the other day. We're going to be leading a lot of the conversation around really like a lot of the questions that people have been asking about DAOs. How do they form? How do they function? How do they self-organize? How do they distribute properly? How do they measure incentives and merit properly? All of these important questions that... We have ideas about and we're starting to test, but doesn't seem like anybody um, has implemented in any of the right answers yet. Um, so I think there's like a lot base for exploration. I have, a, I have opinions on it. Please share. Most of my opinions are most people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Um, and you need to focus more on business fundamentals. Like, yes, you're running a DAO, but it still needs to function. And we live in a capitalist society, so there needs to be mechanisms for effort. Um, and the reality of a DAO is there is going to be a ruling class, if you will, because a certain amount of people are going to have more distribution than the rest. It's just how it works. There's no way of getting around it. Um, 100%. Other than time. 100%, bro. Um... I think that's one of the main problems of a DAO. That's actually what we were talking a little bit on our last space. Is like everyone's like, "Yo, I want to start a fucking DAO, bro. Let's do a DAO. Let's go. Let's go." And you're like, "All right, oh, we just lost him." <laughs> uh, I'll just keep going. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The DAO would be like the way we were discussing it, and I'm curious about your thoughts on this, church. Like, 
the la- the the last call that I was just on was like everyone is trying to ride a hype train of the idealism of a DAO, without thinking of like the DAO is only a structure and a model that can be implemented like into something that has a vision, a purpose, and a mission, like just like a company can. So it's almost like a visionary needs to come forth, and while he's creating the organization, he needs to make the decision whether it's centralized or decentralized. And if it if he is taking a DAO model, then you can start to talk about, okay, cool, I mean, the DAO. What, why, why does a DAO model require a particular visionary, I guess? Like a, a playing devil's advocate, in a sense. It's a great question. Why, what, um i my thoughts on it is like at least in the current model it seems that a lot of the lack of uh uh, ability to self-organize and the lack of like personal like accountability incentivization and honestly basic just inspiration to participate seems to me at least in the current ecosystem to be partially due to like a lack of clarity for the DAO around the purpose of the DAO, the vision of of how far that purpose can go and the implementable mission that uh, uh, that can be tasked accordingly to 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 uh, account for that vision and purpose and to work towards it. Um, and so my like my answer to that would be it seems there is a misbalance now and it like my seeming answer is that the visionary needs to be more clear the person who's creating it needs to be more clear on how it's being created why it's being created and what the per like what it's working for um what are your thoughts i think i think this is is partly the thing is if, if you're defining a DAO as lacking lacking vision from the outset, that problem might not to be to do with the DAO model, but might be to do with the specific DAO or the, the group of individuals that you've got presented before you. Do you know what I mean? Like part of part of the motive is, is is why do people vote on the DAO at all? I think it's less about having um a grand vision as such that, that that people are rallying toward and actually having clarity of of why would people want to make a decision about this thing at all? What's 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 the incentive structure that, that guides people towards wanting to make uh, a vote? Like you need to uncover why why they're participating at all, what what their motives are, what incentive structure having this you know I mean is like we vote in society because we presumably want to have some input on how things around us are going on and the laws that are set and and so on. So too, there's do you need a an overarching vision of society to get it? Do you know, do you know what I mean? Like there's a there's a race between having uh, a group of individuals have clarity of an idea versus uh, the the visionary in, in in the frame that you put across have the idea. Do you need visionaries and and um, strong conceptual base in that regard to move things forward? Mm. Or can you all come around an idea if you've got the right approach? And I partly think that's what 
a DAO is, is, is that you don't necessarily need to have uh, the right vision or mindset, but rather you need the right approach and methods. And I think that's ultimately what DAOs drive towards is that the consensus-driven mechanisms, that they run on consensus engines. What you're centering the metrics of your consensus engine on might differ, but it's essentially how do you find truth? How do you, how do you as a group seek it? within the structures of what you're doing as a business, as, a, as an organization, and so on. Because your goal might be to make a lot of money, but it also might be to, to be a public good or to run a farm or this whole different direction of purpose there. Yeah, you're getting me to think about it in a different way. Um, it's, almost like, it's almost like instead of asking yourself, how do these groups self-organize and self-soar, it's like you've asked yourself the first question, like, Instead of asking, how do they sort and organize? And once they're sort and organized, how are they incentivized? You've almost asked the opposite question, if I'm like understanding what you said clearly enough, um, where you've said, how are these, how do we incentivize people? And naturally, when they get to, when we understand that, I'm assuming that they'll become like, or, like self organized naturally. Am, am I kind of following that, Trish? Well, it's it's less about taking a role of going on how we incentivize and going, what are people's incentives? What are their motives? Why do I want to, as a general actor, do this one way or another? Because everyone's going to have incentives towards their own goals. The decentralized portion of this is figuring out how does the DAO do the handling of meeting my goals, your goals, milk goals, big FUD's goals in a, a, an easy handling way that couldn't have been done done otherwise in society or a regular business structure. Like, why do you need a DAO? Could you just have a team? Could you just have a large group of people? Why are we engaging the vote? What are we trying to do there? Is it about the uh, large scale of organization that you need many people to get the thing accomplished? Or is it the large scale of organization of funds and awareness? Got it. You see yeah, what I, mean? I think we're on the same. I think we're on the same or similar pages. Because when I describe visionary, I don't necessarily mean it. It, it can come off as like hierarchical, uh, or or, and then could eventually be perceived as tyrannical. Uh, and so, I guess what I'm getting at, Church, is like the way you described it was perfect. It was much better. It was like a group of people come around an idea and then figure out how to like if it needs to be a DAO, and if it does then how to essentially form it into one um and i guess what i'm saying in in that example is like when people come around an idea and i'm curious if you see there's like other things like possibilities usually in like inside of the group there's one person who's like yo this is a really cool idea we should like what do you guys think and then other people's like like if there's enough people that are inspired and lit up by that idea, then they correlate around it. Um, but I'm curious about how, if you see like other ways that it forms without having one person like spark the idea for the group, like, and like, I'm curious about that. I mean, in a lot of human endeavors, there's always going to be some form of functional person that's conceiving things or, or, or pushing things forward, I think um, that's partly just how we organise a bit more generally in groups. 
in society, even if we don't have a, a, a formal group, you know, you, you follow ideas, you follow inspiration. Um, I think that can come a little more organically. Like, again, like you can collect people that are sharing of similar values and similar ideas. It's also um, partly to, to, to have a vision and, and, and put it forward is, is to then have it received by a group of people in an audience is if your vision, you know, I mean, it really, really comes down to like, what's the actual motives under, under, under a vision or under organizing a group. If you're going, Hey, I've got 30 friends. If I put across my idea and we start organizing under the Dow principles, we might get a lot done versus, Hey, I've got 30 friends. I want to be in charge of them all. I'll convince them to be in my Dow so they'll listen to what you know what I mean. It's like it's it it really comes back to the truth seeking and consensus mechanism engines. It's like why are you voting at all? Oh hey, you know we've we 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 know there's a, a big whale who's sibling the vote up and buying a lot of a lot of votes. You got to vote so we get an honest vote. And it's sort of like well, people should intrinsically care enough about the thing that you're voting on that it affects them more. Well, they're more interested in it than just their bags. If it's just a, hey, you do a vote, you get 20 bucks, then all you're going to get is people, like like in systems that have done that, the immediate thinking switches to, oh, well, I'm going to do this because I get 20 bucks. You're no longer really voting. You're doing it because there's an incentive structure that pays you 20 bucks. And that's the, the difference between having some sort of paid incentive structure versus having an actual underlying incentive of, hey, should the vote go the way that I care about it, 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 it matters. And this is where then, you know, Dow proposals for like, why are you using the money on X or Y or a grant or something might be relevant. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah, I guess my position on the visionary stance was only, or was mostly in contrast to like my observation of the current state of the Dow ecosystem where and I'm curious about like a your opinion on how you combat something like this or b if you think it's just part of the natural formation of what's happening and what needs to happen. But it seems to me like most DAOs or people that choose to label their groups as DAOs just end up in a group chat um, and end up talking a lot about different things, sometimes even creating a multi-sig, but having a lot of lack of direction and clarity on like who's doing what how are they doing it how do we want to participate how do we want to like have governance all of these different discussions um and yeah i guess it could be just like a little bit of like my my leftover like view and and and, and still like perspective of part of me holding on to the old world and saying like yo someone needs to be like like saying uh, these are the positions, these are the roles, these are the things. Um, but I, I, I do hear what you're saying, Church. I think it's like, because uh, I think it's actually like, in what I've experienced, at least with our group, it's actually much more effective when you like let people like fit into their perspective lenses and build their perspective lenses and see how that thing that they built fits into the overall group and how it's effective rather than being like, here's your perspective lens. And here's what you should, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. yeah. I, I think ripping off partly like what we were talking about the other day as well is you've got a good point here in that 
probably for the lay of the land that you're looking at and and seeing dows in various stages of the formation and that cycle is sort of going okay hang on you do get to a point where things are large enough and the complexity of coordinating everyone has gone high enough that you know sometimes you do need maybe, maybe not necessarily like centralized visionaries or, or something but in the sense of you need groups of movers and shakers that are actually going to come in and and push for consensus to occur not in a, a aggressive sense, but going, going. Hey guys, come on, let's let's take a vote on this, and and so on. I think it's a it's a symptom of of the underlying cause, and I think part of doing DAOs right is going. Okay, what are the underlying causes that lead to the assistance? Why why are you getting disenfranchised voters? Why are you getting a lack of coordination? Taki's got his hand up though. Yeah, Taki, I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. Yeah, uh, very happy to be here, guys. And uh, on, on the tail end of uh, our earlier conversation, the Dinsley space. In any case, I think one of the most important parts that we need to nail down at the current state that we are in the in our DAO journey is that you have to uh, uh, infuse your DAO with uh, doers, with people that are willing to do stuff. Don't. Uh, uh, focus on setting up the systems, you know, uh, the boxes and what everybody should be doing and the frameworks and all that. But mostly we need to be moving forward. So the DAO needs to be moving forward in any instance. Uh, organically through that and through building a DNA of people that are doing stuff and are not, you know, uh, being reduced in bike setting and, you know, only talking about stuff and processes and setting up the frameworks and how we do that and how we structure that. Let's keep doing and we iterate on what we're doing through the best possibly defined vision that we can find. So coming back into the DAO in, the, in its perfect form that we were discussing earlier, for example, it would be a DAO that has a, a, a super refined vision that people have been aligned behind that vision. And that constellation of people is keep moving forward towards that vision and doing whatever they can to fulfill their own interpretation of the vision so that's why due to the uh, often uh, instance that we have multiple interpretations of a vision which leads to a lack of direction we need to constantly refine the vision and stay on track and keep doing stuff so i think this is one of the most important inflection points that we need to be focusing in the earlier days of forming a dao which of course cannot come from its genesis. Uh, it's, it cannot be a group from its genesis. We need a visionary that you know sparks the idea, the founder spheres that we talked about, and then we let organically things fall into place by keep doing stuff and keep iterating on what we're doing. I'll add a little bit there. You know, it's cool. Like you know, like as I hear you talk about that, I'm like observing the way that our uh, organization works. And I shared a little bit about about it on our last spaces, but. Essentially, it started as four of us, four guys, and we got together and um, we uh, we sat down. We knew that we all had different skill sets. We all knew that we were fucking bosses and badasses in our different realms, and we had no idea how those skill sets would fit in together. Uh, we have uh, Jedi Sherpa, who is uh, our our visionary. Uh, you would call him. He's our our quote unquote CEO of our organization. And he like has a, a multitude of skill sets uh, ranging from physical ones, but is his most 
uh, like, like very valuable ones are just being like a good leader and a good, like human and connecting with people. And he's like very, very good at that. And, um, we got Marcus, who's a fucking boss at sales revenue, Joe, we got fucking RHH, who's a coder. And then we had me and crypto guy, you know, that had a big following on Twitter. And so had some like, uh, uh, financial as well as uh, social like resource and capital to contribute. And we all came together and, um, for the first maybe six months, we had no idea what we were doing. You know, we just sit in the office every single fucking day. Uh, uh, we'd have ideas. We'd work on little projects. We did an NFT project called Joe Schmo. Shout out Milk in the audience and whoever else is Joe. Uh, like, part like had a whole have a whole group of people participating in the DAO movement. It's the first time that our constitution, now known as the Meta Canon, was read like by a larger group of people than just like a couple. Um, and still like navigating figuring out what we're doing you know one day we have an idea to launch a free nft mint and we experience like uh if you if you guys are on salon at all remember dj and dolphins there was like two or three days straight where everyone's on twitter spaces saying e, e, e. so we experienced like viral like degree of mimetic languages and, and how, how that works and, um finally like we just got to the point where it was really interesting because like I was feeling really stagnant. My energy was like low. Like I was like not super inspired because we were just like doing the day-to-day -day things. You know, Sam and I were running uh, the marketing. Sam was our new addition and now uh, another man, uh, another guy named uh, uh, D is the new addition as well. Um, and long story short, we like started to like just get stagnant, you know, like because we were still technically one sphere, right? We were still now five or six guys and so if sam and i show up to quote unquote the office and we're like working on stuff like we're not really sure where everybody else is we're like okay cool like do they like do stuff today like and so, like like subtly all of a sudden there's like like little like reflection points of like resentment or this or that or just like natural human things that occur and our business starts to go down and it wasn't until maybe a month, three weeks to a month ago, we all sat down. We're all like, yo, what the fuck are we doing? And in that conversation, it ended up being our first sphere, which is our founding sphere, splitting into three spheres. Geometric, which is like our holding company, which is run by Jedi and D. And then uh, uh, me and uh, Sam run uh, Ratio, like the marketing agency sphere, which now has another subsphere under it, which is Vertex, the advisory agency, and might have more subspheres forming. And then Max or RHH and uh, 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 Revenue Joe run Sense. And each sphere interfaces with each other. We support, we run all the marketing on Sense. So we're working with each other, like Geometrics working with both at all times. We're advising all, all different aspects of each company, but Sam and I are focused on ratio. They're focused on the other stuff. And there is no more like general human concern about like who's doing what and what roles are, are occurring. That being said, that wasn't something that could have ever been established pre the experience of working together and like choosing to stay together. You know what I mean? Um, because like, there's no way we could have just like at the beginning mapped out and been like, well, we're probably going to do this. And then this sphere should spit up this way. And this is how it's going to happen. Like, no, like 
like you can have a general like scope maybe of an idea but like we're just like four guys in a room just jamming knowing that we all have skills and knowing we want to create something that's valuable to the world and like and can create an up spiral for the energy of the culture but have no idea how to do it um and now we're maybe a year year and a half in and we're just getting to the place where we're getting the strides and momentum because we've split into the necessary organisms to help the overall major organism thrive so i love that example dean how you doing bro hey man i'm good i just uh ate some thai food and now i'm coming to jam with my with my fam oh yeah i'm stoked we're having some really good conversations in these in these twitter spaces um dean and if you don't know church you guys should definitely follow church he's a fucking genius um we're going to be having a lot more conversations privately and probably some of them publicly uh recorded and released um around really a lot of the things that we're talking about but actually how to put a usable dynamic structure that people can 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 almost white label and implement right um and yeah, so I, like, I'm not going to say too much about it, but that's kind of like the conversations that the church and I have begun to have and like uh, some of the conversations that we already have on these public Twitter spaces. And it honestly feels to me like there's like more momentum gaining in the conversation around just decentralized or organizations in general than ever before. Um, I don't know if you guys know Jordan Hall or John John Gervaiki, um, but they're fucking geniuses. And if you youtube their most recent interview they've just begun an entire series on dow conversations um and it's really interesting to hear these two talk because they come to the conversation with blank slates every time and really really like humble and honest to what they know and don't know um and ask each other questions back and forth rather than tell the audience what's what's true and they just ask each other back questions back and forth until like an idea in the thought form like formulates enough for both of them to contemplate it and for the audience to get it and so they're like they just finished their first conversation they're just like touching on like a lot of the points that church and i have discussed for a while that dean and uh Taki and i have chatted about a little bit in twitter spaces as well um so that's a, that's a good little resource for everybody if you want to check that out i don't know where i was going with that but i joined right when you were breaking down some of the uh how you guys started off together and then broke off into different spheres. Um, I, I was wondering, like, how do you, how did you go about capital formation in the beginning? Like, I find that a lot of um, DAO dynamics start from the DNA of how distribution of ownership uh, began. We just started equally, everyone equal portion. Every single time a new member came in, uh, like based upon their, like we gave, I think Sam who came in, like it, we gave like a three month period to like observed his contribution, but really like observed his uh, uh, like dedication to what we were doing and saw that he was like, yo, he's one of us. He's like ready to roll and he's like putting everything on the line to fucking make it happen. So let's fucking go, you know? Um, and so when he came in, we also made equal distribution after three months or so. Um, and yeah, and now the cool thing is like 
when it was one sphere, it's just like equal distribution. And like, in terms of capital income that we were creating, it was also very fluctuate, like, like fluctuary, right? Like we have such a close knit group of guys that it's like, yo G like, I'm one, I'm one G down from rent this month. And like, like I, I need a little extra capital. Then like everybody like checks in where they're at, make sure that the couple there, if they're good, then it's like all good. No worries. Like make sure that he gets extra capital this month, you know, like make sure that he does this. Um, and, and it's more of uh make sure everybody's good in, in a scenario and situation of a, like of a bear, of a bear market, to be honest with you um, and make sure it's distributed accordingly even though equities uh distributed equally um but now there's like a lot of different models that we're exploring with because now like if like rhh and marcus or revenue jar are working on fucking cents all day and i might be contributing five to ten percent of the effort to the maybe 15 percent of the effort to the project like does that like include equal equity or does how does that function and since like geometrics a holding company like how much equity does uh, does does that own? And so it's a Dow dynamic within a like an actual business structure that we're 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 modeling, um, and we don't have all the answers for it. But I've been like, I pretty much broke it down. You'll you might find this interesting, Dean and Church. I'm curious what you guys think on this, because like now you know like the business structure, and so I broke it down into if we have three spheres, then in each sphere there should be essentially like four methods of distribution of capital, uh, not equity capital, uh, maybe equity, actually, uh, who knows, it could be actually a discussion. But there's like a leading participating member, leading participating members would essentially be the guys that are running the sphere. So if I'm running the marketing agency with Sam, we're the lead participating members, we would get X percentage of distribution, probably majority, like 50-60%. Um, then there would be what I imagine is non-participate or, 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 or supporting participating members. Supporting participating members are people that are interacting with the sphere, uh, maybe just like on a base level of like, holding it down, giving us ideas, giving us like, like support when we need it, might actually be coming in, giving us advice on specific clients, might be helping to build business structures. I don't know, stuff like that. Um, that person would earn, that group of people would earn like 30%, 20%, something like that. And then you have non-participating members at all. Those are people that are just in the ecosystem that are either A, working on other tasks completely and just don't have the time to support, or B, are just like, like in the ecosystem, but maybe not working on the businesses. So for example, like in our structure, like we have like uh, a whole slew and a group of people who support us like uh, in other ways that don't happen to be in business that like uplift our lives and make our lives easier to do business so they could be affected by it. And then finally, a percentage and portion needs to go back to like the main sphere, like the main business, whether it be for tax purposes, whether it be for growing the business, et cetera. Um, and that's a long rant and ramble on it, but that's kind of the way that I was brainstorming. And what, what do you what do you guys think? Do you guys have any thoughts on that model? Which model specifically? Sorry, like the model of like inside of a sphere, like how like my question essentially, yeah, I, I guess I spit a lot of out a lot out there. My question essentially was, how would distribution of capital or potentially of of um, equity be distributed to members and specifically like founding and participating members within like the founding sphere and new spheres that have like formed um 
And so my, my model was the four different, the four different examples of, uh, uh, leads supporting non-participating in the business as a potential distribution model to like fluctuate percentages between based upon the DAO's needs and et cetera. Um, but to distribute capital in, in like a way that would actually be effective for all organisms. Can I pose a question and then I would love that. Um, assume infinite capital. Assume um, there's no lack of ability to distribute amongst the network and the group and the, the DAO. So much so that that almost ceases to become the goal, that you're neither trying to make nor even necessarily need to allocate money effectively, but rather you've got the bag, you've got the pile of money. What do you really want to do with it? One, truthfully as a group to the vision, and two, effectively and pragmatically. How do you get stuff done and, and what stuff is it that you want to do? Because I think a lot of it comes about like capital equity distribution comes out, okay, like you could find a way to get equity. You can, everybody could put in a hundred bucks to get equity. It's sort of, there's lots of different ways you can structure the assignment of capital and, and, and equity in a, a structure either moving forward or as you go or sitting down and, and splitting it. I think it really becomes a going, well, why are you distributing it at all? Is it a business? Is it a DAO? Is it a, you know what I mean? 100%. Like this. That's a good question. Yeah, hundred mm. percent. Yeah, I guess to take your question in the perspective of our our entity and our our like similarly structured organization to what we're talking about. Um, the way that I see it is that, and this is a this is this is not. I actually don't think this is the answer, but I'm curious about it, and I'm curious specifically about your thoughts, Church. It's like. The way I see it is in the organization, if everything is balanced, then like almost all equity and all income is distributed equally, which would be like the highest form of the DAO that you're talking about when, or at least in, in our DAO, like our, our organization, uh, I'll stop calling it a DAO because it's not fully a DAO, but like you, you get what I'm saying, our organization like the highest form would be that all equity and all income can be distributed equally in between like people or the groups of people that I'd like just described. And that when that occurs, there's enough, like there's enough going into like the business and people's lives that we can fluctuate it into like expanding the vision more. But until that point, there's almost an imbalance in the like, financial output or even potentially the equity output like until that like like equanimity is like found if that makes sense like the equanimity like the more that the groups ooh, this is interesting it's almost like the more that the group finds coherence and each individual feels empowered and 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 participatory within the group uh, uh, that the, the, all of the balance hierarchies start, or all the, all the like imbalances in the hierarchy start to balance out, um, including like the financial one, which is like, how do you distribute shit? Cause you're right, church. Like if you have infinite money, like there isn't a question of di distri distribution, like, or need to like have different distribution. The only question is like, 
like like you said, do you even need to distribute it? And if you are, like, what's the purpose that you're distribute, distributing it for? Um, I'm still flowing a little bit, but it feels yeah. like almost like the more capital and the more influence that the DAO gets, uh, the more it needs to focus on directive purpose is what I'm kind of hearing from you. Am I, am I kind of right on that? Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's consensus engines. It's, it's truth-seeking. You, you can have the, the mandate of a, a DAO being, you know, increase treasury, distribute revenue fairly to, to members. But that might not be the only reason for having a DAO. You can you, you could have a DAO that's more about handling the consensus mechanisms than it is about making money. It it might be like what's a what's a DAO for equitable use share of um the a local park between like you can imagine a, a situation where you know you've got mul multiple apartments with them. It's there's too many kids to to use the the local park effectively. You need some sort of voting and governance structure to organise who does what, who's help, helping taking care of maintenance and so on. It's not really about the the resource distribution. It's actually about the work, the consensus, making sure everyone involved is actually either participating or happy with what's going on, and so on. Because it's 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 people who have a vested interest in what's what the consensus is. Like again, this is why we vote in society. We we, we have a vested interest in society going one way or another. So sort of going, okay, I might not necessarily have a capital allocation in a, a consensus mechanism, but I care about that thing happening. And I think this is where we get so much of the the difficulties in DAOs is that there's a, 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 a switch between going, okay, we're now bag chasing rather than consensus chasing and, and looking to get the actions done that bring the money or the revenue and, and so on. More people are going, and going okay, how can I affect this vote one way or another that it's going to affect my bags and and playing for that which is then often what leads to non-optimal voting or or otherwise because you've you've got the the whale on one end of the barbell voting everything up and then the other people sort of get and go well my bags aren't really going to change either way what do i vote so do you know what i mean it becomes a it becomes a bit of a mismatch of goals i think and this is i think the the one of the cultural schisms that causes DAOs to fall apart over time is that you've got different camps of people operating on different imperatives, sometimes moral, sometimes financial, that if they don't align through the consensus mechanisms in the DAO, they'll eventually break down, not coordinate, not get work done. And I really think that's the point of having the DAO. It's, it's, it's less about the capital, more handling. How do I decentralize between that? Well, what if I don't agree with you about something function? Like, you know, I, I, I like you, but what if what if we've got a different opinion? It's 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 not just the you know centralized just the decentralized of money. It's it's decentralization of opinion. Is that again? I come back to truth seeking. Is is it should be that my opinion, if I'm going to lead on something in the group, should be audible enough that everybody actually can get it, everybody can agree with it, and everybody want to work wants to work towards it. Hundred percent. Um, this is interesting. I, I'm curious because a lot of like what we're talking about now is starting from nothing and creating something from like an organic scratch place, right? Like a group of people coming together around whatever and blah blah blah. Um, 
And I guess my curiosity is how does all of this play into situations like we see with Ape Dow, for example, where it's like there's already people together, there's already a base governance structure that, depending upon who you ask, is or is not effective, um, or 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 at least like uh, detailed detailed enough, um, and like also has thriving amounts of capital 1.5 billion dollars in the dow and 20,000 potential like members that the majority have yet to be activated at all like how do we or how does this principle at least like play into effect in those types of scenarios where there's already existing organisms that have some sort of structure but need like i don't want to say need but like for lack of a better word need restructuring Trying to be really direct on this one, I I think it's just a lot of it is a clearing of air. There's this this is the the problem with with DAO and and, and financial incentive structures. People are liable to game them. People are there's a there's a level of state complexity to a DAO and keeping up with everything that's going on. Unless unless someone's doing it full time, they might they might not even know. Or be in the loop of what's what's happening, or why, or 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 so on. So, I I think this is where you know a lot of reputational alignments and and trying to build structures around sort of the motives of particular individuals misses the woods for the trees. Um, this is again the decentralization of the opinion is that you've got to have enough actors that are legitimately interested in getting things done beyond just the money well they need to be looking at the money in the way of going okay how can i participate in this in a way where using a treasury is is generating meaningful revenue in a way that doesn't just depend on sustaining the same you know again what's the what's the consensus that they're trying to seek find or develop towards as a group and i think that's where then i'm hearing you know, where you've sort of been sitting with your own thoughts and going, oh, shit, like some more visionary efforts would be useful here because you're sort of seeing the armory fully stopped, the treasury fully fully manned, um, plenty plenty of people, but then no one really know about what to do. So that can be hard. And I think it really just comes down to, okay, what what cultural mechanisms have you got in a place to make it easy for for people to express and articulate their views and and get those things going and again it comes into the same sort of not trying to be negative but like narcissistic or pathological patterns of behavior that sort of strive towards a particular framework of reputation or self-centeredness or around things that would benefit themselves not realizing that everybody's playing that game that's why you've got to have a decentralized method it's it's, it's got to be something that doesn't focus on any one party there Dean? yeah i um i agree that like the dna of a lot of people who came into where we are came in as a playing a single player game you, you know uh, our our space is rampant with speculation and that's how a lot of us also survived you know we were good at um, making the right choices and taking care of our own skin. 
Um, the the DAO format uh, doesn't align with the survival. You know, the survivors uh, being a great speculator doesn't make you a great uh, you know DAO member. Um, so I think that uh, for, for to have a very uh, as function as as place that are an organic and a naturally uh, occurring DAO, you need to have rules in place that influence a multiplayer game. We um, at at Dean's List once uh, upon a time we used to have a token that was a, a bonded token. So that bonded token was also our voting structure. And that's also how we would reward for compensation. So we finished some work. We would uh, send out this token that was our voting token. And then most of the time, 90% of the recipients would then liquidate that token, unbond it, and then liquidate the underlying asset. And that showed that we had a, a single-player game. At the moment I'm receiving my compensation, that's also my equity and my voting rights. Most people would immediately um, unbond it. And because it was on a bonding curve, there was an incentive to try to uh, front run your colleague. Because, you know, along a bonding curve, you're, you're going to be um, getting a worse and worse uh, redemption rate. And this, uh, this was at a point where we were, you know, what's, what's great about um, this experiment is you need to have a lot of trust. So there's components that are, you know, even though you want everything to be decentralized, you can't decentralize everything today. You know, the tools just don't exist for it. So there was an element of trust where I was the one who was doing the distribution. And I said, guys, I, I see that this, this is happening, right? Where uh, everybody's uh, unwinding so fast. Um, I think we need to have some sort of treasury tax because we're inevitably going to need some sort of funds that we can vote on to use for for things like you know building roads, let's say as a as a society, you know something that doesn't really benefit only me; it benefits all of us. You know, like if so, uh, when I when I brought up this concept of a tax, everyone said no. You know, like there's no way i want my full compensation i'm like hey, look we're all gonna we're all gonna get full compensation or we're all gonna get taxed equally um but if you guys want to play a single player game i will front run the shit out of you i am in the privileged spot of doing the distribution i'm telling you we're not going to be able to sustain this no one better than I. Nope, we don't need a tax. So then I proceeded to front run the shit out of everybody for two epochs. And then immediately after, everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. We, we need a tax. And ever since we put that tax in place, the redemptions disappeared. It went from 90% certainty down to like 10%, where it was no longer a a single player game the game theory makes me stupid for holding on to this 
But now it's the long game where it's like, well, if you know, if I need capital today, I have that option, right? I can I can redeem and sure I'm paying a 35% tax, but I get to keep it and I have less voting equity. But if you don't need the capital today, okay, well, now I have more equity, more voting decisions over a growing treasury. So I bring up that model as a, a learning lesson where it's up to us, you know, to make DAO dynamics that move us away from the single player game that a lot of us were used to. Like that's that's what capital uh, capitalism is, and it doesn't mean that you can't still have a, a form of uh, free markets and capitalism. It's just let's make this game a team game where it's you know us collectively versus them versus you know me against you. Hundred percent. I think that's just like almost like the natural. Yeah, it almost brings in a real good question. It's like, how do you not only like set up the structures of a DAO, but when you get people coming in who are those lone wolves, how do you get them out of the lone wolf mentality? Um, like one thing that I really realized recently when I was like rocking with my group was like when I when I was like lone wolfing it, like most of the time, I like. I thought I was like the visionary and I had to be to a degree or else like I wouldn't survive. Like I had to have my vision and I had to formulate it. But like when I'm like the lone wolf being the visionary, it's so like focused on like egoic shit, like how to survive rather than like how to build something greater than myself with a group of people. Um, and so when I came into the group, like recently when we split into these subspheres, like I'm technically quote unquote the COO of Ratio, right? And Sam's our CEO. And so he's the visionary, he's leading. And all of a sudden I've taken like a very strong integrator role. And I'm the one that's like grinding and working on shit on a daily basis and all this other stuff. And what I realized is like, it's a process of like humbling yourself and humbling where you think you are and your ego to be able to get to like a, to be able to get to the place where you can work in a group. And so I guess my like curiosity of that question is like, how, how do you like, how do you deal with that dynamic or does that dynamic naturally dissolve, naturally dissolve if the right like uh, energy and formations and structures are in place? Yeah, I, I think that's a great question. I don't know if I have the answer. My gut, today tells me it's what you just said that if you have that those right structures um you start to you know melt down that armor that you know people have built up over time around you know um thinking only on that single player which is it's a short-term thinking um we have a member in our community a few people, like, by the way, you can obviously tell who's in our community usually because of the, the PFP. Um, so we have a, a member in ours, I'm not going to say his name because there's quite a few people here, who's playing a single player game, um, but it's to his detriment. And what's great is he can see, and he's even shared it with me, that wow, I would have made so much more money if I had been playing this team game with you guys. So it, it goes back to setting up the incentive models. If, you, if, if, the, if the, you know, what's, what's, what's awesome about Web3 and blockchain and everything we're doing in smart contracts is 
the rules of the game are transparent and we set them and vote on them together. So if you set those those rules up in such a way that it just influences everybody, just like, you know, being a Bitcoin miner, right? Like the incentive structure is so perfect that it's, you know, it makes sense for you to, you know, be truthful in the network. Same thing in, in a successful DAO that you have to have the incentives make it a no-brainer. And I think that's the part where it's like, it's not as easy as converting uh, fossil fuels into, uh, you know, uh, mining power. It's, it's not as clean. Here we're dealing with human emotions, the ego, as you brought up. But if, if, you know, if you're able to have a long enough of a time horizon and, and, and those members who are, you know, lone wolves are able to see that, wow, every time I'm doing this standard move, this, this classic move of thinking about my own hide in the short term, I quickly see how it's been at my detriment. I think that that helps course correct people towards a, towards a team player game. Um, you know, it, it, there's like... There are multiple members I've thought of, you know, there's there's another member I have in my mind who, you know, by by not playing the team game has lost out on so much upside. I mean, this person has so much talent, but for whatever reason has kept himself out of our day-to-day operation. And like literally this person could be making bank, but for whatever reason, this single player mentality has kept him um from 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 you know like objectively making a lot of money um so you know i think it's one of those things where with enough time and the right game um everybody slowly becomes a team player i love that and one thing i want to just add is a fucking cool thought that i had the other day with a friend um cool conversation we were having I like the analogy to feed off of the game analogy, right? Like everybody's playing a single single player game. And so the concept of DAOs in that analogy could be that like the idea is for everyone to come together and play a group game towards a group goal, right? Um, the current state of DAOs that I see them in right now is everybody's trying to do that, but they're just like standing in the lobby. <laughs> and they're just standing there like, are you going to do something or you going to do something or you want to try something? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I feel like that's a really good, or at least a funny analogy to put it, put it as. Yeah, that, no, it's 100% uh, apropos. The lobby is where most people are sitting. Um, and there are some people that don't even realize they're sitting in the lobby. Some people are not even in the game. You made a, you made a really good point on the, um, speculators not necessarily being the best DAO members. I've I've had that experience time and time and again, where it's sort of very big bag holders are sort of sitting in the lobby, going, "Can do something like why isn't it working?" And it's again, this is like why I talk about like the decentralization of opinion is you might not like me or you might not like my methods, but that shouldn't really matter. You this sort of metrics of approach of what's getting done that's going well who is doing anything who who is actually really moving things forward and i think speculators speculators have this frame of where they're often quite good at calling what's going to happen on the investment side but they don't 
like DAOs bring you to this sort of conflation point of like, no, 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 it's not like a, a, a business and a stock where you're just investing in the thing and then you go away and it does stuff. It's like if, if, if you don't get involved, you're, it's sort of it's not going to operate or otherwise completely videoing yourself out of it and going, okay, where are you not involved? And I think this is then an exercise. A lot of this is, is just human psychology is how to form consensus and truth-seeking engines around uh, complex problems that are that are difficult for people to surface from multiple directions and understand that no 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 like we all have that PVP dark model of like oh well I've got this one stated you know agenda and this this other agenda that would benefit me and if I really play it this way you know what I mean like everyone's got that mode of dual play happening it's it's partly making those behavioral incentives and structures bare and clear enough that we can just be honest with each other and go okay the greater cause is in the is in the general goal than me being the leader or 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 it working the way that i think it should and and, and stuff and it's i don't know it's sort of knee slapping funny for me at some points where where people will start down the path of really just wanting to to mask and guide their own goals into in, into a DAO and not really understanding that, that that that's the very thing that stops it from working is that they're trying to not underhandedly, but they're not fully being genuine with themselves about what the motive is. It's, it's your sort of, you're going after the one thing to go after the other thing. And it's like, no, 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 just, just go straight after the thing that you actually mean. You don't have to angle. You don't have to. And this, I think then leads a lot of, a lot of personality structures or, or approaches to behavior a little bit bare because of that decentralization in, in, in so much of society because there are various layers or structures you can sort of navigate about around it and you don't have to show your full self or show your, your face, so to speak, in, in everything that you do. I think decentralized networks force people to, to deal with the fact that they know you're going to to be immediately interpreted through second order effects, not just the primary interpretation of your own actions. Well said. And I think there's there's a certain there's a certain irony in all that because if you come to play the the team player game instead of playing the PvP PvP game, eventually everybody's going to benefit. And we we talked about our you know bugs earlier and all that. Even your bugs are going to benefit if you come around and come together and play the team game. It's, it's to the best uh, interest of everybody in organization and collective community and all that to play as a team in, versus getting the most out of what I can right now. I found a treasury that, you know, I can milk and then I, 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 I get the fuck out of Dodge. So it's, it's, it's very ironic that people don't see and switch directly to the team mode because that's when we can achieve greatness. I mean, and, and and that's the thing. It's not knocking people. It's hard to see. It's it's so hard to put aside ourselves in full and 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 do that. I, I think this is the difficult part, or one of the most difficult parts to to grapple with on this, because it really is people. It really really is the people in the group. And it's like unless you're attracting the right culture and and developing that over time, is you're gonna you're gonna have people who just won't snap out of that two face or second face. Thing. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that people are being wrong or ulterior motive, or as much as that sometimes does occur, and you get decentralized theatre where it's not really decentralized, and that's not what's really going on. Unwritten rules and behind the scenes discussion. But 
that people sort of we're naturally inbuilt with this. This is just our heuristics. It's our bias. We have an ego. Whether we're being wielded by it or whether we're wielding it is then the thing. Ooh, well said. Well said. But I don't have an ego. What are you talking about? It's like, nah, like, bro, like, we, we all have an ego on some level. It's just, are you being controlled by it? Are you, are you letting it rain how you're engaging in this group action? And, and, and this is the thing. It's just, yeah, it's then people milking a treasury, looking at the A to the B of, of how they can maximize their effect or influence or ability over time and that and sort of to me it's like that's that's can be one goal in a DAO, but it's 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 not really the goal of the DAO. i've um i've recently like i've been sharing that if you join community calls and you've never made if you and you've made zero dollars from your community then you're a loser and like i believe that full-heartedly like that's the ultimate proof of if this is a real team game or you're just going to like you know fluff somebody else's nuts like these people are getting on calls and you're listening to them and they're making money off you like obviously you're a loser and if you're part of a community and you're all making money then hey you're a winner like it's very it's it's very fucking obvious (laughs) you know so there, like what I what I like about it is if you just have a, enough of a time horizon, I don't know, two three months, you can quickly see. Okay, am I? Is this game? Are these incentives? Are these rules? Is this transparency? Is this correct? Because if it is, then I'm making money, and the people around me are making money. Are we listening to this bozo who like has no voting power? Why the fuck are we listening to you, man? Like you have no skin in the game. And yet you're you're coming here on this call all the time. I guess you must be really fucking bored because you're not making money and you're sitting here coming on these calls all the time. Like people are strange, you know, but if you kind of like zoom out and just say, okay, how are you spending your time? And are you making money? Just like focus on yourself. That like that alone should be good enough. It's it's fine to think with ego and to think about yourself. But at one point, you have to zoom out and be like, okay, what am I doing here? Am I a bag holder fluffing that guy's nuts? Or am I actually, you know, here building with somebody else? Is my voice being heard? Am I also a contributor? I think that it's it's just all about making the right incentives and making the visibility, like, very clear. I think there's, like, three main pillars to look at for a DAO's health. What makes us money or like, what what not makes us money? Because yeah, you can also bring up the park example, right? Like what makes, you know, what makes the park more entertaining? Like how, how do we think of a successful park, right? So like more money coming in, let's say money, money is the easiest one. One metric is what makes us money? Two, where does our money go? And three, what do we talk about? If you are spending money on shit that also makes you money, and that's what you guys talk about, hey, you've got an awesome DAO. If you're spending money on one thing that doesn't make you any money, and you're always talking about completely other shit, then you have a broken DAO. It's very like, (laughs) you know, I, I say it so simplistically because I've been living in DAO land for like the last, I don't know, three years. 
But um, yeah, when you look at it through this lens, I think it makes things very crystal uh, versus like, oh, you know, I made a bad investment decision. I bought that token. I bought that NFT. I'm going to keep on coming to inflate the numbers of the Dow call. And, you know, maybe one day devs will do something. Um, you know, I, I like like what happened with Monkey Dow just now, where, you know, the developers of the Monkey Dow no longer have any, they don't own shit. They got two million. Congratulations. You guys got your money. You built it. You deserve it. You were the founders. But the people running monkeys now, the Solana monkey business, are the people who are in it day after day after day. Like, mad props to those guys for getting it. It's an example how in Web3, it's the community that runs shit. To be fair and and to expand on, on Dean's point about, you know, being a loser and participating in the calls and all that, I think we can always do a better job in uh, providing some uh, context and, and, and structure. I don't want to use the word structure when we're talking about DAOs. I hate that word. It's being overused. Uh, we need to educate people and even better lead by example on how to navigate governance and how to navigate yourself into a DAO through that team player mode that we were talking about. Because many people join the DAO calls because like, you know, they have their, their, their bags, their, their, their back holders, they're, they're turning into community members by force. And now they're in day in, day out, and they're hoping for something to change. By their, but they're not realizing that they can be part of the force that changes things. So we need to... Uh, constantly show ways that people can change things, can start shaking things up, they can start doing stuff, and they can start getting involved actively through that team player mode that we were talking about. And I think many people are missing that. And even, even you know, seasoned, seasoned community members, we've seen that in the past, that, you know, they're, they're not even aware how the process should work when the time comes so that they can complete it themselves. So it's it's very important that you know, we, we we educate the community and and show them how they can navigate the, the, the these uh, seemingly complex waters so that they can achieve what they what what they came here for. Yeah, I really think that gamification is is one of the factors and answers to that. And I don't know how exactly. I think there's a lot of different ways that you can do it, and a lot of different discussions I've been having and thinking about. And a lot of future discussions that will be had, but the way I kind of think about it is like at the very base core level, you need to have some sort of mechanism that doesn't feel like a fucking job, right? Like eventually over time, like if you're in this system where you're just like, cool, go to discourse and then vote up upvote and then write your things and then do this and that's all you're doing in the DAO, it becomes repetitive and it becomes boring and it also becomes challenging to sort a large group of people without some sort of mechanism um, to effectively do so. And I think I, 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 I've been brainstorming a lot on and I won't get super deep into it on this call, but like, unless we want to go there, but I think gamification has a lot of potential to keep people incentivized um, and like actively engaged in a DAO ecosystem. Yeah, if you're if you're not if you're choosing to not be actively engaged, I I think it's it's because there 
like most likely the DAO you're in or the community you're in is broken. Um, like if you could vote on your current nine to five job and get to vote on your pay raise, you would vote. Like if you could clearly see how being involved in governance you would you would be voting and you wouldn't be thinking of voting as a job you would be looking forward to that vote man here 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 it comes this is this is this is going to change now i'm going to get to go on that vacation with my family like if there has some impact to you you'll vote a lot of these DAOs, though they go through all of that paper shuffling as you just mentioned like okay go to the discourse oh did you did you properly do the template all uh, but like who decides you properly did the template or not? What the fuck? Like, who made you arbiter of uh, truth? Like, ultimately, either we're all here together, this is an organization we're all building, or it's your little thing, and um, you're allowing me to do something today and not allowing me to do something tomorrow. Um, voting is, is something that has to be connected to... Um, to you, to, to impact you, to make your happiness go up or down or left or right. Um, and then it doesn't become mature anymore. Then it's like, hey, I'm voicing this. I'm, I'm part of this. And, you, you know, like a, a whole pack, of, like the wolf pack won't vote against you if you're a part of it, right? Like if you're contributing. But like, you know, even with wolf packs, they'll get rid of that one wolf that's, I don't know, slowing them down or not helping out or is a liability. Like, everywhere that'll happen you know it and that can happen to you too you know it, it, it's that's that's nature um i think i think that voting yeah it's ultimately it has to have a tangible effect on your experience if you feel like you're voting um just to go through the motions you know then um it's going to be a chore it's going to be work um that's why like in in many countries uh we see low voter turnout uh, because it's like well you know it doesn't matter it's either this crook or that crook um my vote's not gonna really matter uh because look at my choices you've given me shit choices um with a DAO, you know we can change that i think something that fits with that and just just a general remark of like what I think good DAOs can do is is um neck of the woods contextualization over time is come back to the park example where like like how many parks do you know in like rural towns or even cities that just don't really get much use? They're a great park that they're, they're definitely worth having, but other than walking through them from time to time, people don't really use them for anything. I see that problem a lot, where it's like it's got a park bench, it's got a playground, but there's no one ever there. Whereas you could use the park for some other purpose, then there might be people there every day. And it's sort of this structured lack of consensus engine around the use of the park. Not a bit not a big issue, but park clearly needs Wi Fi. What's that? Said the park clearly needs Wi Fi. Then there'd be people sitting on the bench. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, okay, that's a that's a dumb park. There's no Wi-Fi now. Give free internet. Sweet. Okay, now there's a lot of people happening there. You, you've now got thirty people at the park every day. That 
you know, and it, it's considering those sorts of, of structures more the background and the neck of the woods that you're trying to serve because all these questions come down to who, what, when, how, why, what, what value model, what ethics model, what direction, how much money, all this sort of stuff. And a lot of that depends on your environment and your context. And, you know, the answers to that question in managing a DAO that controls a fish farm versus a DAO that controls a multi-billion dollar treasury versus, you know what I mean? It's like, it, it, what's the DAO for? What's, what's the context of the DAO being applied to? Is it a park? Is it is it a bunch of assets? Is it is it liquid resources? Is it just managing a nonprofit or something? Like it, it, this is why for me the, the whole scope of it is is really dependent on what you're trying to do. One hundred percent. Man, this has been a good conversation, guys. I uh, got all this recorded. May chop it up a little bit with some good pieces and. Would love to invite any final thoughts, if there are any final thoughts, to, to finalize the conversation. But beyond that, we've been rocking for almost an hour and a half, so uh, probably close it off pretty soon here. Sweet. Fuck yeah. Easy. No final thoughts. Appreciate everybody coming in. Appreciate y'all listening. Uh, this has been super fun. Dean, thanks for coming up again. Church, as always, man. Very excited to jam more. Taki, appreciate you. Milk, Arcane, appreciate you guys for hopping in. Um, and yeah, just excited to, uh, continue the development of these conversations. It seems to be, um, a hot topic in the culture. And I think we're like right at the forefront of something. So excited to continue grinding on it and talk to you guys. Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to host these every Friday right after Dean's space, probably. So talk to you guys right, right after uh, his space next Friday. Take care guys. Thanks for having the again function. Great, great me and you church. Look forward to more talks like this. Great, Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Function hosting a space. Let's talk about DAOs. Recorded on Friday, April 21st, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay, checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows, but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo. I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back. Doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack. Not everybody's always in it for the money. Looking like another crooked Sunday, and I'm working Monday. So you know I ain't stressing, left debating great methods. Amazed to play Inception, the base stay blessed. See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties, the sums of money that go to the record label per playback can seem insultingly small. Many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent. Actual artists say they're making pennies, pennies, pennies per play until they can figure out.
figure out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 pennies. Another day, another lesson. Living in the eighth dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish, out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish. Ah shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? Listening to excuses. Now we're on the fence, like we forgot how to choose. That's what happens when people don't know what's true in the dark, eating bullshit up like a mushroom in the lunchroom, just trying to laugh it off. Meanwhile, foaming at the mouth like a rabid dog, like a fake mate and called at the zoo. It's looking like the view is getting disappointed too. I'm working on the new shit, trying to produce it. What I'm willing to go through when I'm making my music. Spaces.